0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
1: plus. As long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to another Think Hope podcast. I'm your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalyn Y. Lewis-Tompkins, and I am here today to help facilitate your journey of hope. And it is a journey, and it's so exciting because when you're on your journey of hope and you realize that you're on a journey of hope, then guess what? You will do the things that are necessary to keep you from going off track and keep you from derailing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to look at the master classes that are now available from the practice of hopology. And as we look at the master classes, we'll be able to gain more insight, information, and tools to keep us on the journey of hope and to keep our hope afloat. So I'm so excited. All of this information you can find on the Practice of Hopeology website and that's practiceofhopology.com. You go there and you will be able, first of all, to continue, yes, we're continuing to give away the Practice of Hopeology where you can download your copy for free. Yes, you can download your copy of the Practice of Hopology by going to www.practiceofhopology.com. And once you do that and you begin to read through the booklet, which is full of practical self-help ways to become more hopeful and then to share hope with others, then you may wanna dig in a little deeper. And I going to tell you something, so many times people ask me about Hopology. They say, oh, so you're a Hopologist. What exactly is a Hopologist? And I explain to them that Hopologist is actually my trademark from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Department, and it is Class 35, stands for Promoting the Public Awareness of Hope through Public Advocacy. And Hopeologist Services are all the things that we do in Mothers in Crisis to promote the public awareness of hope through public advocacy. And as you know, if you've been around us any length of time, Our HOPE train continues down the track. Yes, it continues down the track. And we have, uh, first of all, April as the National Month of Hope and internationally. It has been uh, celebrated internationally for the past two years as the Month of Hope. And that's one of the main things that we do. We also have our HOPEY Awards, which stands for Helping Others Practice enduring empowerment and we had a wonderful time this year 2022 giving those out to deserving people who are really doing it i mean are empowering others practicing hope and 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 just keeping it going so we do different things to promote the public awareness of hope through mothers in crisis and the practice of hopeology is one of the main tools that we're using now. The practice of hopeology is a part of our hope, pass it on and save a life campaign. And we believe that if you pass this information along, if you pass the the ability to think hope, speak hope, imagine hope and share hope along to others, then our lives would be so much better so much better and it's simple. It is so simple but yet profound because when you talk about hope, what you're talking about is an abstract concept and so many times it is hard to wrap your head, your hands and your heart around abstract thoughts. So this whole practice of hopeology brings it down from that place, woo, that place of theory, that place of thought and brings it into action. And it allows you to do certain things that will actually help your hope to rise. And hope is the pregnant expectation that things will change for the better. Hope, I have an expectation that my life is going to get better and then I begin to do things that will make it better. (laughs) It helps me to find solutions, find people and whatever it's going to take in order for my life to improve. And that's how we're changing the world through hope, through the practice of Hopeology. I am so excited, and I'm glad you're tuning in to the Think Hope podcast. Because today I'm going to share for the first time from the master class, and I have two master classes available now. And I'm in the process of creating more master classes taken from the book, The Practice of Hopeology. And these two master classes, though. Are jam packed, and they will help you to train your brain to think hope, and that's what it's all about. And that's why I'm sharing it here via the Think Hope podcast. If you'd like to find out more information, go to practiceofhopeology.com and download your free booklet of the Practice of Hopeology, and also see that you can purchase. The master classes that we're going to talk about today. And I'm excited because I have two of the Christ Vision Tribe members of Mothers in Crisis on the line with me that will share their thoughts and their insights about these master classes. They are going to share how the practice of Hopology has impacted their lives. And then they're going to share about these master classes, and give you a little bit more insight about what we're doing through the practice of Hopeology. Now we're going to hear a Hope Thought and after the Hope Thought, we'll come back and bring in two of the Christ Vision Tribe members, Sharon Durham and Nettie Palmore and they will share how the practice of Hopology has impacted their lives, so stay tuned. I'm hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins, and I am here to share a hope thought with you today, taken from my book. As long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope, and my practice of hopeology booklet. Learn how to become more hopeful and get your hope thought today guaranteed to lift you from a place of sorrow and despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Hope says let go of the past and look ahead. Hope is for the future. It is future oriented. It is based upon an expectation that things will get better. That things can change. It's about what's going to happen, not what's already happened. So many times we're so enamored with what happened in the past until first of all, we cannot enjoy the present and we don't bother to think about the future because we're so bogged down in the past and oftentimes what we remember about the past are things that bring us down, mistakes, regrets, if a would have should have could haves or sometimes we think about all the great things that happened as though that was it. There are no more great things in our lives because maybe we've reached a point where we believe it's all over and now we have to live in the past. But that's not hope. Hope speaks to our soul and it says, let go of the past and look ahead. It's so hard to let go. We hear the saying, let go and let God so easy to say and so very hard to do but when you have hope it will help you to let go of those things that are in the past while you look ahead. When you look ahead you see I've looked in the future and my future looks better than my past. I live in the present but hope has me to look ahead, look forward and where I'm looking I move, I can move forward in that direction. The Bible says in Philippians, the third chapter and the 13th verse, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. And hope lets you do that. Hope is the force that you need in order to be able to forget about the things of the past and to look forward and to press on towards the mark of the high call of God. Hope allows us to do that. Today, hear hope saying to you, let go of the past and look ahead. Wow, that was a powerful hope thought and that is one of the tools that is from the practice of hopeology that makes all the difference in the world whenever we're talking about living a life that is hopeful and becoming more hopeful, thinking hope, sharing hope, imagining hope. So we thank God for that hope thought. Now I'm going to bring in Sharon Durham, who is one of our Mothers in Crisis Christ Vision Tribe members. Hello, Dr. Thompson. How has this practice of hopology impacted your life?
2: Because, you know, we've been practicing it now for several years. Yes, we have. And I tell you, wow, taking hope breaks have really changed my life and changed my mindset, especially working in the field with children as a therapist. I would have to hear a lot of sad stories from our children and from families. And I will just take all of that home with me. And I wouldn't be present once I got home because I will be still thinking about my day. But that has changed, especially since taking the Hope Break and doing the Hope Break intentionally and setting my watch. And the Hope Break helped me to think positive, Think about great things and not think about my job. And so once I'm driving home, it just helps me to relax. And then when I get home, I'm in the present and not that thinking about what I left behind. And I must say, my life has changed tremendously. And I thank God for the patterns of hopeology and for you, Dr. Thompson. E. Thank you very much
1: allow me to share. Wow. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And that, that is so wonderful because it's practical. It's a practical self-help tool to help you become more hopeful. And especially, I mean, working with children and many of them have been abused and have so much that's going on. It's hard not to think about that and and really uh, weigh you down. So with the practice of hopeology, and as you mentioned, the hope break, it teaches you how to be able to manage all that. And and so thank you so much for sharing. And I believe that it will be a blessing to, to so many others who work in the social service field. Thank you. Now we're going to hear from Nettie Palmore.
2: Hello, Dr. Tompkins. How has the practice of Hopology helped you in your life? Well, it has helped me, the practice of Hopology, because it helps me to think hope. Because uh, a couple of years ago, I found out that I was diabetic. And my mother had diabetes, Dr. Tompkins, and so many of my family members and When I found out, it was like everybody, nobody had anything positive to say because of their experiences with diabetes. And it was just really, um, seemed like no light at the end of the tunnel. Just seemed like, I'm gonna get limbs cut off. I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. Nothing positive. So the practice of pathology helped me because I, I don't have to think those thoughts. I can think that I am going to get better. I will lose weight. I will change my eating habits. I will do those things that need to be done. And that's what the practice of topology did for me. It gave me hope. And it taught me how to train how I think. Dr. Tompkins. thanks to you mm-hmm. and the
1: class, that I appreciate that. Well, that is, that is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing because I know there are many people that can relate to what you just said. And especially when you receive a diagnosis of, of any kind, but especially a disease such as diabetes. And so many times people go on the Internet and begin to read information, even if you don't have people in your family. And most of the time, it can really cause a lot of anxiety. So being able to train your brain to think hope in the midst of all of that, and then see the results of that, which you have good results that, you know, over the years, you've been able to manage it is, is, is just so very important. So thank you so much for sharing that vital information. You're
2: welcome. Thank you.
1: Now we're going to share an audio clip from the first master class that is available on the website, Practice of Hopology, and it is talking about self-talk. And then we're going to come back in and hear some more from the two Christ Vision Tribe members that are with me today, Sharon Durham and Nettie Palmore, and they're going to share how this particular masterclass has impacted them it's from the keys to thinking hope and it's the first key which is talking about how to deal with your self-talk so we're going to just get started with the list that is found in My booklet, as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. This is the Practice of Hopeology booklet. We are on page five, and we're looking at keys to thinking hope, keys to thinking hope. And as I promised you with this masterclass series, we're going to dive deep into the principles that you see in the booklet and look at ways that we can actually put them into practice. So as we are going through these particular steps, these points, these keys to thinking hope, I want you to begin thinking about and and keep a journal and write down practical ways that you can do it, that you can utilize this particular strategy, whatever it may be, and also make it personal because there may be situations, circumstances, people, things that are personal to you that will make it that much more valuable. So keep a journal and make it practical and personal, okay? All right, let's begin with the first step that we see or the first point that we see. Watch out for negative self-talk and begin to train your brain to think through negative thoughts. Remember, it's not the first thought, but the second thought that matters. Now, this is so powerful and just jam-packed. You know, we hear a lot of people talking about uh, uh, hack this and hack that and brain hack, and you know, and they're using it uh, as a term to help you to gain some type of skill set or mastery over whatever the subject matter may be. So I would say that these are keys to thinking hope, that they are brain hacks, you know? They are behavioral hacks that can actually help you to become a more hopeful person. And this first one is is just so very important when we talk about, it, and we're just gonna take our time and look at it and break it down because it's a lot in that one sentence there uh, or that, that one key there, it is, it is jam-packed with so much. So let's just break it down. Now the first one, the first part of this is watch out for negative self-talk and begin to train your brain. You have to train your brain and, and this is the thing, train your brain or your thinking to think through negative thoughts. So, let's first of all look at the self-talk. What is self-talk? Self-talk is the conversation that is going on at all times in your mind. And sometimes we are not aware of it. It's called different things. Uh, it's called the, the critic in your mind, or the editor that is—that is, that is kind of you know editing everything that that is taking place, the sight and the sound and things that's going on. Sometimes it's called your narrator, or it's narrating and explaining situations and things as you are going through life. But oftentimes, and most of the times, it's very subconscious. It's on a subconscious level. We are not intentionally aware of what we're saying to ourselves about ourselves. And we hadn't even talked about anybody else, but just ourselves, because that's the important thing. And so many times, because of past messages or experiences where things happen to us, maybe maybe people have said things to us that was very negative, and we just absorbed it as the truth. We absorbed it inside of ourselves and we begin to believe it on a very subconscious level. We believe that we are whatever that negative statement is. We look in the mirror and we see it and then we say it. For example, Say you're trying to lose weight or you've put on some weight or maybe you've always struggled with your size and you've been called chubby and fatty and, you know, or or whatever the case may be. Maybe that's what you say to yourself, oh, you're so fat or, you know, sometimes, you know, you need to lose weight or and and sometimes we'll say things like you're stupid when you make a mistake or you're stupid, you're never going to get it right. And, and all of these things. Now, we're not, oftentimes, because it's subconscious and we're not paying attention, we don't hear that. So whenever we begin to think hope as a lifestyle, the first thing that we do is remember that journal I told you about. Take that journal and begin to listen to what you say to yourself about yourself write down the conversation that is going on when you're not talking and you would be surprised and 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 let me give you a key or, or a hack <laughs> to, to how this really would be beneficial when something happens when you experience uh anger or disappointment or fear or or any of those type of negative emotions that we all experience is called life it happens right but listen then and write down what do you hear yourself saying about you and about the situation as it relates to you wow that was that was very informative i couldn't share the whole thing <laughs> but i will say when you go to the practice of hopeology.com and purchase this masterclass, you will get the full, the fullness of everything for a minimal cost. And all of the proceeds go right into the organization, Mothers in Crisis. So it's all the donations to Mothers in Crisis. And from the full video, you'll also receive the full audio of this particular Uh, masterclass and it's the first key and I wanted to go ahead and just do a whole (laughs) masterclass video on this particular first key because it is so very important whenever we think about what's going on in our minds and becoming more uh, aware and intentional when it comes to thinking hope because it's from the Uh, Practice of Hopeology booklet and uh, on on page 5 when we talk about the keys to thinking hope. So let's go ahead. I'm going to bring in uh, Sister Sharon, and um, let's talk about what you received from this particular masterclass.
2: I'm going to share from the first masterclass, Keys to Thinking Hope, which is watch out for negative self-talk. And begin to train your brain to think through negative thoughts. Remember, it's not the first thought, but the second thought that matters. And for myself, I have to watch out for negative self-talk. I had to learn to retrain my self-talk. Because I realized when I made mistakes, not only did I beat myself up, But I would get stuck on that one thing. I mean, that one thing that I did wrong. And my brain would just loop back to what I did wrong. Like that little saying, loop, loop, loop. And it kept going back. But now I have learned from the practice of hopeology to listen to how I could have done it differently and accept what happened and move forward and not loop back to my past mistakes. This has helped me to be more hopeful and mature in my growth. Thank you.
1: Oh yes, yes, that is so important. When you talk about that loop and we all do it, we all do it. But through the practice of Hopology, that first master class, we talk about what I call brain hacks. <laughs> brain hacks whenever you begin to stop that flow of of thinking. And, and then retrain your brain to think, not the first thought, but the second thought. So thank you so much for sharing that and, and also just sharing how practical it is, how you can take what you're hearing and apply it to your life and see a difference. Thank you. Okay, so now Nettie, why don't you just kind of jump right in and let's talk about what you received from the first master class about the theft talk.
2: The keys that I learned was it's not always the first thought, but yes, that second thought, because that first thought is not hopeful at all. But like I've learned from our class instructor, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, that it's always better to think that second thought. And she's been very influential in my journey. And I thank you, Dr. Tompkins, because it helps me not to go down but to go up and to always think hope. yes yes that's
1: that's a very important key or brain hack as i call it because the first thought is something that is probably very instinctive and knee-jerk i would say <laughs> and uh, oftentimes if you stop there then it can take you down the wrong path. So the second thought is more, as we would say, thoughtful, (laughs) where you have time to process a little bit more and then frame it to what you desire it to be and then uh, go from there. And that does help you to stay in a hopeful place. So thank you so much for sharing that. Now we're going to share an audio clip from the second master class, and the second masterclass is taken from the keys to thinking hope on page five. And we actually, it's a little longer. And so I'll share a little longer clip, but it encompasses all of the rest of the keys that are there. And we have five more keys. And so this particular masterclass has all of the other uh, keys and we break them down. So I'm going to share just a bit from that. And these master classes are meant to help, to help you to take what's on the paper and put it into practice because that's when it comes alive, not just in the booklet and it's sitting on the table getting ducked, but when you actually begin to read it and then pray about it, yes, and then apply it. your life and you'll see the results that we've been talking about one of the keys uh, talks about that we have to read listen to and watch positive things that will build you up and not tear you down and this is one of those positive things the master classes that are available at practiceofhopology.com so Now I'm going to share an audio clip from the second masterclass, and then we'll come back and discuss a little bit about that with the Christ Vision Tribe members that are with me. Today we're going to jump right in, and we're looking at Keys to Thinking Hope, and we're on the second bullet point. So let's look at, and that is read, listen to, and watch positive things that will build you up and not tear you down. Some people would say, well, these are just common sense principles or things that you're sharing. Well, we can say common sense, but to be honest with you, A lot of times, as we talked about in the first video, uh, things are happening in our lives on a subconscious or unconscious level that we're not even aware of. So part of this whole practice of hopology, I guess it would fall in the category of mindfulness because now we're becoming aware of things that may be contributing to our hopelessness or our feelings of doubt or or just negativity in general. And that's why it's so important that you take these principles and don't just look at them and say, oh yeah, yeah, that's a given. Oh, I already know that, you know? (laughs) But to look at it with fresh eyes and fresh hearts and say, okay, let me just take it and apply it. Let me explore what this is saying. And most importantly, Let me begin to check my own life and see, you know, what am I reading? What am I listening to? What am I watching? There there are many ways that, that we receive and we retain information. And it's happening all the time, subconsciously, as we talked about before. And we're not even aware of it, but it's lodging somewhere inside of us. And, and a lot of times it comes out in feelings of anxiety, feelings of fear, feelings of hopelessness, feelings of worry, where 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 we and we don't even know why we may be feeling a certain way. So when we stop and we become more intentional in our lives and in our lifestyles. In our thinking, because we're talking about keys to thinking hope, in our behavior, then it really makes a difference in our quality of life. What are you reading? We certainly recommend reading the Bible, because you can't get any more hopeful than that, and the Word of God that's alive and living and sharper than any two-edged sword, so we definitely recommend reading the Bible daily, but reading and, and, and making sure That it's not poisoning your mind with conspiracy theories or all this darkness about what's happening in the world. Now, I'm not saying that we should stick our heads in the sand as an ostrich and not be aware of some of the things that's taking place. No, we need to be aware, but we don't have to feed ourselves with all of the negativity. Because it does something to our bodies. Because studies reveal it can really make you sick. And especially when we're talking about anxiety and the level of stress and how stress affects the body. It's very important to be aware and to pay attention and just to take it in small doses. What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you watching? What's going in the eye gate? And, and whenever you begin to make conscious choices and decisions to say, I'm not going to let this news go on and on and on and show me all of these visual pictures of people dying and, and children killed and, and all of that, and then expect that I'm going to have hope, it, 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 it subconsciously zaps so your mind. What hope. I'm recommending. Is to be aware, yes, take in the news and the things that's happening today because we want to know what's going on. We if we don't know what's going on, it's like we don't know what to do, we don't know how to vote, we don't know how to pray. We we you know, we have to be up to date on current events. We just don't have to be weighed down by them and saturated. We need to determine and see I can't tell you what what to watch, what to read, what to listen to. I can make recommendations. The main recommendation I made is the Bible. The second recommendation is, of course, because I'm the author, books like As Long As There's Breath In Your Body, There's Hope. Books that are hopeful, books that, that, that have meaning, uh, things that will stimulate your brain and get you to thinking and dreaming again, poetry. I'm a poet, and I write poems, and I also do spoken words, so I love poetry. But but those things that lift you up. Now, this is the key. Begin to become aware of how you feel after looking at something, reading something, listening to something. Write down in your journal your thoughts, your feelings, and, and see if those thoughts are lifted has it lifted you up or has it has it brought you down has it clouded has it brought a cloud upon your head where you're you're beginning to think oh you know things are so bad and, and it's, it's getting worse and and it's never going to get better those are signs that that is those are things that you don't need to consume you don't need to just allow it to go on 24 7 all of the negativity that is a way to help you to begin to think hope. When you begin to make sure that the majority of the things that you are receiving in your eye gate, ear gate, mouth gate, and especially heart gate, the majority of things are hopeful. And everything else You kind of take it through that process and that funnel where you receive the information but you leave the negativity and you don't allow it to cloud your thinking and bring on negativity. Today we've been talking about ways to think hope and looking at the keys to thinking hope. So before we get back into our next bullet point that is found in your Practice of Hopeology booklet, On page five, I want to share this with you because this is so very important. What you think determines who you are and your ability to think hope may require that you program or reprogram or rewire your mind. The Bible says, for as he thinketh in his heart, So is he, and that's Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, 7th verse there. And we are counseled to think of things that are good and virtuous. That's from Philippians, the 4th chapter, and the 8th verse. In order to think hope, you must think about things that will fuel your faith and hope, which is why it is always beneficial to meditate on the word of God. And let me say that again. In order to think hope, you must think about things that will fuel your faith and hope, which is why it is always beneficial to meditate on the Word of God. Studies reveal that hopeful people excel in life, live longer, and live well. In other words, they have a better quality of life. That is why it's so very important that you are taking the time to look at and listen to these master classes concerning the power of hope and releasing the power of hope by thinking hope. I'm so glad to be a facilitator on your journey of hope. The next key is have meaningful, positive conversations and do not participate in negative conversations or listen to negative people. Wow. Have meaningful, positive conversations. So now we're moving from just becoming aware of what we're reading, what we're listening to, what we're watching. Now we're looking at what we are saying and what's being said to us in the form of communication. Communication is power because words are powerful. Words come from thoughts and thoughts are powerful. And when you tend towards the positive and you speak from that place, then guess what? You're going to have positive outcomes. But if you tend towards the negative and you speak from that place, Guess what? You're going to have negative outcomes. For instance, have you ever been the type of person or maybe knew someone who always seemed to get in a fight with someone, always in a power struggle, always in some type of conflict with someone, and and then, you know, and they tell you the story, or you see them, or you hear them, or you were, okay, you were that person? And then you begin to to think about it. The only common denominator in all of these situations is either you or whomever that person may be, if it's not you. You know, we always say, I have a friend, you know, who's like that. But, but, but But if it is you, especially, you have to step back and think now, why is it that everywhere I go, in a restaurant, in the store, at home, you know, in my in my workplace, in my community, on social media, I'm always getting into it with everybody. I'm always in a negative confrontation. Well, it's about it's time to think about what are you saying? What are you thinking? And all the things that we've been talking about. Because let me just say this, you cannot be a hopeful person and practice thinking hope and spew negativity it it just won't work and sometimes when you run across negativity because you're so hopeful it won't land in other words you won't take the bait and you won't go there because you are intentionally thinking hope now let me let me give you an example if you're continually thinking from a negative perspective that, say, you know, everybody is out to get you, or this person slighted you, or this person, you know, thinks they're all that, all of those thoughts now are not hopeful thoughts. Those are, those are thoughts of criticism, thoughts of judgment, thoughts that, that really produce contention. And let me tell you something, to be contentious in this world, it will get you nowhere fast. Because maybe you will land around a whole lot of contentious people, but guess what? Contentious people don't get much done. Because it takes a lot of negative energy to keep that going. Okay, so now let us hear from Sharon and uh, how... You know, you can share how the master class, what you were able to receive or what you were able to relate to from the Keys to Thinking Hope second master class.
2: Now I'm going to share from the second master class, Keys to Thinking Hope, which is have meaningful, positive conversations and do not participate in negative conversations or listen to negative people. I've benefited from having meaningful, positive conversations. And I want to give an example. When others Mm -hmm. share potentially negative or bad news during meetings, which that happens often. But I had to learn not to internalize what others say and change my thoughts by not having negative beliefs or conversations based on what I have heard. And so with me, I must purposely leave the room when others are having a negative conversation. However, before the master class, it was simple for me to join the conversation, but I had to learn how to withdraw from it. And this key has helped me so much to where I don't have to take on other people's conversations and things that is happening. Thank you. Wow yes
1: that, that is powerful because I, I like what you said I don't have to and so many times we are pulled into things we're kind of sucked in as I would say and before you know it you're wondering wow how did how did that happen? So these keys help you to become more aware and more intentional. And then it gives you the, 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 the strength and the tools that you need to just withdraw yourself because you're protecting your mind, your thoughts. And so that, that that's good. And that's great that you're able to apply that because that's what these keys are all about. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Hope is for the future. Faith is for right now. I'll say that all day long because it's based upon the scripture in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, in the first verse that says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we can't even have faith without hope. And hope is that placement. You know, that's what I like to call it that 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 is like the hallway where we wait for the things that we hope for the future future oriented so how can we access that we can access that by adding one word that's a brain hack for you one word and that's yet it hasn't happened yes it may have you may have been disappointed a hundred times but after every time you can say it hasn't happened yet. So what does that do? Well, that keeps the door of your heart and your mind open. That, that keeps hope and that keeps you looking for other ways and solutions. And quite frankly, it keeps you alive. Because so many people, whenever they get to that point and they just believe that all hope is gone, it will never happen and they despair all the way unto death. And believe me, it is real. We are experiencing a hope crisis in the United States of America and around the world. In the United States of America in particular, the suicide rate is the highest that it has been in 30 years. That many people, and especially young people, are are giving up because they come to that place and they say it will never happen And they close the door, and then the next thing is, well, I might as well leave. I might as, you know, why am I here? But whenever we can add that one little word and believe it, believe in your future. Believe in the future of others. Believe in the future of our nation and the world. Don't give up. And now we'll have some feedback. Nettie, uh, would you please come in and share what you received from that second master class?
2: Well, yes, Dr. Tompkins. That key really, this key really impacted me. Learn to speak hope by adding the word yet to your vocabulary. Because remember, hope is future-oriented. Example, it has not happened yet. That implies that you believe that it will happen in the future. And as I was attending losing weight and loving life, even with my health issues, it helped me to be more hopeful. And now my health is doing much better knowing that it hadn't happened yet. That meant that future oriented and Two years later, my health is better, Dr. Tompkins, I can say that.
1: Yes, yes, praise God. Well, that's that's wonderful. And at the time, that one three-letter word, yet, made all the difference in the world,
2: didn't it? (laughs) It did. It did, because I just could not see that, and now I can. Yes, because yet
1: helps you to keep going. So thank you so (laughs) much for sharing that. Okay, well, we just thank God for this particular podcast, Think Hope podcast. We're talking about the master classes that are available and just know that there are many coming as we are going through the Practice of hopology booklet and I am videotaping as well as audio recording these particular steps of how to think hope, how to speak hope, how to imagine hope, how to share hope. And I can't wait as we are moving forward to hear from you, those of you who are listening, those of you who are, are purchasing the master classes because it's all for a small donation to Mothers in Crisis, and you will receive a video and audio that will come right to your device, whether it's your laptop, computer, your PC, or your telephone, or some type of, of iPad, uh, a notebook. It will come right to your device, and you can have it. It's yours. You don't have to go to YouTube or go somewhere else. No, you have it right there, and um, and then you can share it with others from your device, and then if, if you like. To have them to go and, and get one for themselves. That's how we pass along this hope. Hope. Pass it on. You might just save a life. You never know what people what people are going through. You never know what's going on in people's lives. And I don't know what's going on in your life. But let me tell you something. I know that through the practice of Hopology, you can make it. It can help you to make it through especially the difficult times. And the practice of Hopology can help you to help others make it through difficult times. And as you know, we are going through difficult times all the time. This world that we're living in, it can seem so dark, so lonely, so hopeless. And we have to do what we can do In order to become more hopeful. To take the principles. That we see in the Bible. And add life to them. Give them life. Take the force that we see. The force of hope. And put it into practice. It will make all the difference. In the world. I encourage you. To go right now. To practiceofhopeology.com, And if you have not already. Download your free. Practice of Hopeology manual. And then go ahead, make a small donation and purchase the master classes that are available. And there are Hope Thoughts that are available. And the Hope Thoughts will make all the difference in the world. There are 20 Hope Thoughts or 40 Hope Thoughts every day. You can listen to one each day and it will help you to train your brain to think more hopeful, to become more hopeful, all based upon spiritual and biblical principles because we know that this hope is real and it's a force and it's a person in the person of Jesus Christ who is our living hope and we can take it and we can share it and we can become those forces of hope because that's what we're working on right now. We're working on creating a hope force. If you'd like to be a part of it, contact me. Email me at rosalindytompkins at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. We're going to go out today with another hope thought and then we'll end this episode of Think Hope Podcast. God bless you. We love you and continue to stay hopeful and learn how to to train your brain to think hope, speak hope, imagine hope, and share hope. I'm hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins, and I am here to share a hope thought with you today. Taken from my book, As Long as There's Breath in Your Body, There is Still Hope, and my Practice of Hopeology booklet, Learn how to become more hopeful and get your hope thought today, guaranteed to lift you from a place of sorrow and despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Something good is going to happen. Receive it with gratitude i reminded of the account of scripture where Jesus healed 10 men who had leprosy and he told them to go and show themselves to the priest and that was the Jewish custom and they did that but afterwards there was one who came back to Jesus and said thank you. Jesus made note of it by saying wasn't there 10 and now... Only one came back. Where are the other nine? And so often we find ourselves in the number of the other nine who once we receive the blessing, oftentimes the thing that we have been waiting for, for all so long, we receive it and we do what we need to do and we forget to circle back and say, thank you, Lord. That comes from a heart of gratitude. And I believe when we really have a thankful heart and we give thanks in all things, that more good things will happen. I'm often reminded of how the Bible says that in all things, we are to give thanks. Not for all things, but in all things. That's quite a difference. Something good is going to happen. You woke up this morning. That's good. You'll have another chance, another day. God is good, the Bible says. And we say, God is good all the time. And all the time God is good. When we know that, we can believe and receive the truth that something good is going to happen. Many times we need to hear that and believe that. Because that is hope, expectation, believing that. Things aren't going to always be this way. That good is coming. Something good is going to happen to me today. I believe it, I receive it and I give thanks. Receive this day for this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Something good is going to happen to you today. Receive it with gratitude. I'm Dr. Rosalind White-Lewis Tompkins, and I pray that you have enjoyed this Hope Thought for today. For more Hope Thoughts, please listen to Think Hope Podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can become involved with the Hope Campaign, please visit Makeahopeconnection.com. You can also go to practiceofhopology.com. Remember, as you plant the seeds of hope into the garden of your heart, blessings will spring forth. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope.